need to be careful because our listener said he had problems uh, with a recent um, episode. Episode. What was the matter? Uh, Someone was too quiet. I don't know if all of us were too quiet or what. Hmm. Well, if all of us were too quiet, then couldn't he just turn the volume up? I, the, look, <laughs> don't bring logic into this, Erica. <laughs> Jeez. This isn't a place for that sort of discussion. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, special guest, Isabella. Say hi to the people. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> other special guest. Erica. You've been, you've been downgraded. That's fine. In, in all things, I have been downgraded. Yes. Fourth billing. Correct. <laughs> Yo. Do we just want to get right into the challenge? I mean, I really don't see why we would talk about anything else. So we haven't had a discussion yet of the final, which spanned over two episodes. For some reason. They do that now, though. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I knew there wasn't going to be much to the second episode when I saw it was a normal length and not long. I was like, yeah. oh, they didn't have anything. <laughs> and, well, they, and that episode was definitely stretched out. Yes, they, it was. It feels like they did it just to to set you up with the poly cliffhanger. Because they, they didn't have to. Well, that and I think get... to make it almost seem like... Team US had a chance. Well, they mm-hmm. did end up having they a did. chance. They did. They did end we'll, up having we'll a chance. We'll get to it. We'll chat about it, though. So the final starts off. Team US has seven people. Team UK has five. And the first part of it, I believe, was they had to carry this gurney around that had rocks on it, I guess, or Sandbags, something. Right? Something. Sandbags, yeah. yeah. And the one big, like... Um, the relic thing. Yeah. They're big on the relic this season. Big relic. So Good each movie. team could only Good have movie, by the way. four people on the gurney at a time, and anyone else just had to walk or run. They couldn't. They were very specific at the beginning. You can't carry any of the bags. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can't help carry the gurney. You can't fuck with the other team. Yeah. All these rules that they ended up not really enforcing. Well, one of the things I love about the rules, too, is they always ADR the stuff in. So you always know what's gonna, what rules are gonna be broken. I actually thought it sounded like I was on the lookout for that too. I thought it sounded like TJ actually said it. No, no, one of at least one of them was ADR in. I'd have to go back and listen. I don't remember. Mm. Okay, because you know there's got to be a lot more rules they tell them. Oh yeah, I will say though, I thought that, like for each instance of rule breaking. They should have been assessed a penalty, not just. Right. Oh, you've broke, you've blanket broken the rules. Here's one penalty. You know what I mean? Right. So remind me. So it was like they had to do four mile laps, right? Isn't that what they said? 16 miles total. And there were, weren't there four laps? There were four stages, yes. Now, what were all the stages? Because I remember there was the one with the math problems. Yep. First, there was the, the one eating. where they had to throw the ball into the bin, and if they couldn't, then they had to eat. There was the one where they had to use the little uh, catapult thing. Mm-hmm. Right. That was the. I think that was first. 
And what was the deal if they failed that? Oh, they just had to get had to three before they, they could go. Three. Yeah, they may have had a timeout on it, but they, that they both teams finished it. So. Yeah. And then that was it, right? Because at the end, you just finished the last lap, and then it was like, There's run to puzzle. the boat. Oh, there was the puzzle. You're right. There was the puzzle. Yeah. So, okay. So the first one was each team came up, and they had a math problem for first each of them. First one was the catapult. Was it? Okay. Was All right. It I was. can't remember. They were, they was that. <laughs> I can't yeah. remember. Because it wasn't until later that Team UK really pulled away. But yeah, the catapult was first. Yeah. So they had the catapult, and it was basically just like, it's a freaking catapult. You step they had, where they were trying to jump on it or have two people press down on it. Mm-hmm. And you had to get the right amount of power to knock the ball into the bin, this big bin. Wait, I seem to remember... Did UK finish this first? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. UK started out just on fire. Hot. And um, well, I will call it one thing in, in the whole catapult thing that was crazy impressive is how high Zach can jump. Zach's a great athlete. <laughs> Zach's also cut a lot of weight. In yeah. The he's re- he's really cut so he's right like now. He's like svelte. He's not like beefy anymore. Yeah. Um, which is smart for this show. Um, well, remember Wes got like real big that one season too, and it was just like you got way too you're 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 acquiring way too much mass, honey. Yeah, I still think that's one of Cara Maria's big problems is she's put on too much mass. You think? Oh yeah. She looked. She didn't look as beefy this year. It might be a lot of just show muscle too, though. Yeah. But, but anyway, we'll we'll get into that. Um. So yeah, they did that. Um. U.S. started hot, or U.K. started hot. Um. And then was it, I think it was after the catapult when U.S. got ahead of them. No, I think. No, U.K., it was after the math problem. It was after the math, because the math problem was next, right? that's right, yeah. That was second. So they go and they show up and there's a math problem, and each member has to solve their own problem. They can't have help, it looked like, and you just have to, you have to wait until your whole team finishes their problems. And the difficulty between them varied to a redonkulous degree a little bit right like the one that always the one that stood out when i saw it was cams was something like count all the fours multiply by zero and add 12 it would you don't even have to look at the board for that right yeah i i i don't like when they like I, i know why they do it um well because every now and again you get a dummy yeah, but it would be great. It should just be the same one, and it should be if you guys shout out the answer, the team gets assessed the full timeout. Everyone should have the same problem. So, and then, but you had, like like I said, you had a huge variance. Then I think Jordan had to do something like count 33 fives. And actually as a whole, and it was funny because this is when Cara Maria completely mentally broke down. There's a few times. This yeah. is when it started, though. And she broke down big time, and she's crying, and she's losing her shit, and still finishes before D and Rogan. That's how bad they did on this. Oh, they, they look terrible. You know, and I don't know. I, I, I can't remember the relative difficulty of the puzzle they had, but... They, yeah. they just look awful. Rogan's a bit of a dummy, though. 
a bit. If we're being, you know, we'll, we'll get to Rogan. Honest with ourselves. Rogan, we can just talk about it now. It's amazing that it's, this is why, like, the challenge is so crazy because Rogan arguably did everything wrong the whole season. Yep. To set his team up to win. And? And he still won. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was. It's so infuriating. <laughs> But, I mean, that's the game, though, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I was most annoyed, I think, with him being in that Final Four. Yeah. I, D yeah. bothers me for other reasons, just because it's... And, and I, I don't know. It just, like... Yeah. Well, so after... Now, this is where U.S. got ahead, because Rogan and D took forever. So U.S. gets ahead, and this is also around the time, um, well, not quite yet. Okay, so then U.K. finishes, and U.K. catches up to them on the walking. Yes. And this is where Paulie's blocking, he's moving left to right, and you won't let him by, which is smart. I yeah. wouldn't. You shouldn't let him by. Right. And then... He's also biffing, like, uh, was it Ninja in the face when he was doing it, though? <laughs> right. Which is like... Well, that, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, fine. It's well, ninja. so this 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 brings up, so because this happens, CT just kind of goes CT with a choo choo. But you know, he gave it a choo choo. He like, did give we, it we a choo choo. Acknowledge that he it's did kind give it of a choo choo. The greatest thing. Like if they're gonna block him like that, that's fucking with them. Like I, I was fine with some contact, personally. but it looked but it looked like what was happening though, from what I saw of this like trail they had laid out, was. They purposefully made the trail tight at points, but then there would be other points where there would be like two paths mm -hmm. and you could cut in front. Yeah. Which is what US did at some point earlier on. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean it's I I I take a little bit of problem with the fact that they they penalized C T when they were blocking. I mean, because that should have been offsetting. But he, but he was also told, they were specifically told, do not interfere with the other team's gurney. But aren't they interfering with them by not letting him pass? But not the physically. CT actually put hands on it. Uh, he shoved it into a tree. So I, I just think about racing. So if you, if like, when you're, when you're in, when you're, when you're in motorsport, the crucible of motorsport, um, like, you can't hear it, but Alex and I just both simul... Maybe you could hear it, because it was pretty loud. It was pretty epic. We just both rolled our eyes. <laughs> just wanted to make sure that that's been documented as we both kind of glaze over while Bob talks about... The crucible. The crucible, crucible of motorsport. Of motorsport. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post a, a gif of Richard Hammond after this. That's the title of the episode. <laughs> Please tell me that you don't say gif. See if I have to think about it. Like, do you say GIF or JIF? What do I say? I, I say don't know. GIF. I don't fucking know, Alex. Who cares? All right, I'm giving you the pass. I was gonna say I'm sleep deprived. Yeah, I'm I have giving, an infant. I'm giving, I don't you, the, I'm giving you the pass, but you better say GIF. Anyway, in motors, in motorsport, the crucible of motorsport, yeah. the crucible of motorsport. Please right. refer to it by you its can, proper title. You you can block, but you can't. But you can't like be wildly swerving to block people. 
Um, it, now at 200 miles an hour, there's a much there's safety reasons for that. Right. A little bit, but you know, I, I, <laughs> car goes launching. If the if crowd. they're moving, like they should, I, and we're gonna we'll get to it further down the line. But if you're gonna block people like that, you get you you deserve what you get. I think. So my personal opinion. So they're blocking them. Well, I'm not saying that they didn't deserve to be shoved by CT and have him go two two as they ran by. They definitely deserved it. It's just that wasn't the rules. So U.S. is blocking U.K. CT, choo-choo, knocks him aside. Hilarious. Glorious. Anything where Paulie just falls over, great. Now, by the way, this was at the point where Zach was not carrying because he did the first two, and he was not do. He wanted to take off for the third. Because well, and he said other people need to carry their weight. Right, and I think exactly what that was was Zach wanting to stick it to them. I'm sure Zach could have done all four. Well, of course he could. I think he just wanted to stick it to him. I don't blame him. And spite, <laughs> fuck you, people. And uh, you know, so th- right after this, though, where UK pushes them aside and they get by this was when u.s really started to have problems they were breaking down because mm-hmm. ninja effectively could not carry i mean she couldn't she no i think one of the big problems is she is so much shorter than everyone else that when you're carrying something like that it gets if all you, off right yeah. if you have let's say paulie standing next to her who's a short guy but still much bigger than her um you know she has to kind of burden more weight because it gets lifted off his shoulder yeah. and more onto her. Right. So not only is she smaller, but then she has to kind of take on more weight. So uh, look, you know, I've, I effing hate Ninja, <laughs> but I kind of understand what was going on here from a physics perspective. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also. You brought her to the final. Right. So this is the type of thing that does tend to pop up. Right. And, you know, I was saying to, I think I said to Bob or uh, maybe I said it to Hannah. I don't know. (laughs) But this is kind of why, this is one of those reasons that over the years, the guys have not wanted, they've not wanted to bring perceived weak women to the finals. Because you never know what's going to come up. And a lot of that is really just misogyny. Yes. (laughs) But. I would say, though, in the case of Ninja, you saw all season that. She's terrible in a team format. She's bad in a team format. And she didn't. And not only is she bad just athletically, physically, she's also just a shit team player. Like, she, she is, you know, every, like. She's she finished the puzzle and she's running off and she's sitting there doing her little dance. We'll, run. we'll get to that. But you know, and and then like when she realized that she wasn't gonna have to swim in that one challenge, she's sitting there cheering. Yeah. And it's like you are such a fucking bitch. But then you had Zach be like, you he laid it out. Yeah, and I'm glad Zach like, did. Yeah. But you know, it's Jordan. How do you feel about how you have talked down to? And demeaned women this whole challenge. How do you sleep at night? <laughs> Soundly. On top Comf- of a giant pile of money with many beautiful women. Comfortably <laughs> with Tori at my side. Yeah. It's uh, a game, dummy. It's a fucking game. Well, and so 
Jordan, Ninja sucks. Moving on. Jordan, he's he's one of the characters who I love because he's there to play the game in the same way. Like that's why Johnny Bananas is great. They're there to play the game, to push buttons, and they recognize that. And I think that's why they can likewise endure the mental torture that is living in that house. Because they know what it is. Right. Um, It's not real to them. Right. It is dumb. And I think this is one of the problems with the show is that the money has gotten to be such a huge amount that, you know, it's if, if you win... Uh, $250,000 which is what ended up being the the divvy like that's a lot of money yeah you know that's life changing it can be they're gonna take some of it on taxes well yeah they're taking a lot of it you're still gonna make a lot of money but that's enough money that like for most normal most middle class people probably pay off your debts debt or a down payment on a house right a like good, a really that, good down payment and then if you're in one of the seasons where you're a loan winner which uh, jordan was jordan was i think he's still the highest um dollar amount winning i contestant. think i think it's actually ashley i think he may have passed her with this season yeah but it might be ashley i, I have ashley to look it up is one individually twice yeah that's true I had to look it up, but you know, if you and if you win one of those seasons, that's a monstrous amount of money um, for one person. So you know that the amount of money has just gotten to a point where people are going to. It's not just playing a game; like be, it's being genuinely evil to each other because it's such a huge amount of money. Yeah, and if you go back to, I think it, where was it that the first really big pot was it was like maybe around rivals two or rivals three before that well, it was a lot of money but it wasn't like life-changing money yeah i'm trying to remember i mean there was a lot of money in dirty 30 mm-hmm. there there's uh our special guest <laughs> by the way who is uh she's settling in so yeah she, she's getting there <laughs> uh yeah but i don't know i think the money has always been a major factor but i think for a lot of these people they just want to win oh yeah i i just i think the the money though has gotten to a point where people are willing to to do much more horrible things to win it it's not it's not just about winning, you know, for the sake of winning. So to get back to it, you know, Zach takes a leg off to basically stick it to his team, if we're just being honest about it. Mm-hmm. And Ninja can't do anything. So Paulie ends up carrying the back end by himself. And we should also mention, because Team US has two more people, they had 20 pounds extra each than yep. UK did. So now they also have seven people versus five. So you have two extra people to rotate in. But when the four people are carrying it, they are carrying it essentially 10 extra pounds each, which I personally don't think is that big of a deal. But over that length, it it matters. I mean, it does matter. And and what you're talking, 
So just in sandbags, they had 140 pounds. That's not including the weight of the actual gurney. So it's probably... The gurney was made of bamboo and wood, so maybe around another 10 to 20 pounds. Who knows? Maybe more. But that's a lot of weight. I mean, so if you go like... Oh, just to have digging into your shoulder. Yeah. Oh, you could see there were shots where you could, Zach didn't have a shirt on where and he like kind of tried to put it so it would cushion it, but you could still see like the red welts that they were yeah. getting from having this on their, on their and shoulder. And it's, it's such a long distance... And it, it really, it, it's brutal. That was brutal. Well, and it's hot and you're sweating until that's, and you got that shit rubbing up against your skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do think it's interesting because if you, if, have you read anything about like interviews that the cast have had since? A little bit. So one of the things Jordan said was physically this challenge was, this final was not that difficult compared to others. Um, now that doesn't really, like, so that, like, 60 pound difference must have made must have just been what was needed to break their back well i yeah i think the, i think the extra 40 pounds was a part of it 60 i thought it was 20 oh no person. no 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 you're right team us team uk had five you're right um i think that was a part of it but it was really just that you have paulie who's the smallest guy on your team mm-hmm. and now he's decided he's going to try to carry the whole back end by himself what is a legacy <laughs> oh that's oh. i've i've i feel like i've peaked at the perfect time you okay babe oh that speech alex <laughs> in retrospect nobody has done more than I have in three seasons. Sure, dear heart. Sure. Let's see. Jordan's been on the challenge four times. Since one, three. And... I think he's been on five times, but yes. Jordan has certainly accomplished more in his first three, three seasons. And than... he has one hand. Yeah. Let's keep that in mind. Though, yeah. in one of his first seasons, they show him deadlifting with, and it, you're just like, oh, well. How? No, yeah, he's fine. That's one of those things where he's the disabled guy who's like, "Yeah, fuck you." I'm don't care. I'm gonna right. Yeah, I made I'm you gonna be disabled, be amazing. but I'm gonna run fucking circles around your dumbass. Yeah, yeah. So Paulie breaks down big time, and <clears throat> I, this is around the point the episode ended. Although, no, that's not true. He didn't talk about the so we, challenge. Yeah, okay, Ooh. so... Unless I missed that while I was getting her No, settled. no, no, you're right, you're right. So they get to the eating, and it was basically each person had three tries to make, like, a ball in a basket, and if you did it, you didn't have to eat. But if you didn't, you had to eat, like, a scorpion. Uh, Cockroach. What was... And a giant, like... Grub worm. Timon and Simba grub. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Timon and Pumbaa, not Timon and Simba. What the fuck, Erica? Jesus. And again, Simba was eating grubs, too. He was, but it's Timon and Pumbaa. Again, Kara completely mentally broke down. And Ashley with the, was the best. Of the, Ashley was really good in this episode, I'll give episode, it up for Ashley the there, because she's like, you've been here, like, nine times. She goes, Stop she's it. Like, this is, like, your ninth final. What are you crying about? You know this is coming. Can we take a... A moment here. If you're anyone on the challenge, 
and Ashley starts throwing a hissy fit. Like, you've sat here, you've watched all her interviews, you know what she's doing. Why don't you just fucking ignore her? Like, why would you cave to her on anything? Because she knows it's a game. She's just doing it to try and get you to to cave. Right. But, you know, it's not like she's going to hold it against you for all they time. They have, like, the memory of a People infant. Are, yes. <laughs> they can't remember anything that happens season to season. Oh, yeah, I'll group up I, with Ashley. I think she's you are, never screwed up. I think up. you are insulting our daughter's memory. <laughs> <laughs> I deeply apologize. <laughs> Uh, so they do the whole eating thing. And now I'm sorry. This was when Polly started to really break down. Uh, it was yeah. after this. Yeah. Where yeah. he like, he's fallen over and yeah. He's and like, I can't see. And it's like, okay. He falls over at one point and Ashley just goes, think about what Jordan's going to say to you. <laughs> yeah. But think about it. That's, that's a good motivator. For somebody like Polly. There was also a bit of like a fun karma here because Cam sa- Cam says to him, either either get up or quit because you're holding us back. And that comes back in the next episode to to be kind of ironic. But, uh, I mean, I, I do, I do sit here and wonder like, because Alex, you, you said, after that episode that maybe you thought maybe he was playing it up a little bit for the camera. I think he was playing it up. Because part of me is wondering if this guy, if this, if he's falling over. If it was that bad. What, the medic should be sitting there to say, you're done. Like, this is dangerous. Like, you should not continue. And especially when we see in the next episode him start throwing up just standing around. Well, in they should, the whole team, they, I know why they didn't do it because they don't want to just be like oh okay team uk wins when that happened if you have someone who literally can't continue you should be disqualified as a team because it's a team final and they've essentially done this in the past i can't remember what season it was but there was a team that was gonna win easily they were winning the final by 10 miles it was such a blowout and then big easy broke down yeah and he couldn't finish and so they lost because he couldn't finish and it's a team final. And that should be that's how it should work in a team final. Now he got up and he continued and whatever. But I, I that whole thing that happened at the end of the first episode of the final, he played that up for sure. Mm, maybe. I don't know that I agree for sure. I but I'll say maybe. I just don't think it was as bad as maybe they were trying to portray it as. I just think because a medic would have came in a bit. Yeah. Like, nah. If I, you if you were that, I have been that dehydrated, and if you're that dehydrated, you're not laying on the ground telling yourself like get up, get up. No, you're out. You're, you're done. Struggling to breathe, and you're just trying to keep yourself awake. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I, I haven't just, had it happen often, but I I think back to there was one time I was in a, a softball tournament. I was in the outfield, and it was a hot as balls day, and I definitely hadn't had enough to drink. And I came in between innings, and I was just like, I I can't. I'm literally just like, I couldn't get up, and it was just, it was bad. It was really, really bad. Like, you're not, yeah. 
I just the the reason I have trouble accepting that he's playing it up is that at that point, like seconds matter, and are you really going to play it up and fall further behind in risk? Well, and here herein lies my question then, because Team UK was very far ahead of them at the end of this whole leg. Yeah, I personally I thought that they were going to do like. I didn't realize it was a, oh, well, you guys finished first. It doesn't matter by how much. You're just going to get a five-minute head start at this next leg. I think that's one of those where they figure it out as they get there from a production standpoint. Because, okay, so just to finish up the episode oh, before sure, we move ahead. on. Um, Paulie's fallen over. He's a complete mess. They continue on. In the middle of this, at the same time, UK gets stopped by TJ. He's like, hey, we told you not to interfere with the other team's gurney. That's a 10-minute penalty. Put your gurney down, sit, stand there, and wait. And UK is so far ahead. I mean, so far ahead that they stand there for 10 minutes and they never see US. They're just standing there hanging out. Yeah. And what I've read online is that from all the interviews and what people know from like what what came out now from like the people who are spoiling this on set and everything is UK when this day was over was something like two hours ahead of US I mean it was a monumental blowout blowout Mm -hmm. and so anyways now they move on to the next episode U.S. is waiting for Polly at one of the spots, and I have a feeling they told him you have to wait for Polly. Like you can't just like leave your Abandon teammate, him, right? Yeah. Um, because they were just gonna go. Yeah. And then you see him just sitting there, and they're like, "We're waiting for you, Polly." I think they made him wait. Um. At the same time, now because Polly has completely fallen apart, they're switching who's carrying. Some people on U.S. are carrying the bags, which you're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. They've broken every rule yeah. in existence. Their gurney is falling apart, right? which they, is like whatever, but... They've broken every rule. Yes. Everything. Correct. And... Zach is screaming at them. <laughs> Zach's, as usual, treating the women like shit. I think he was yelling at everybody, though. I mean, maybe not Leroy. He was definitely screaming at Polly, too, though. Yeah. Because it's Polly and Kara who orchestrated the the whole ruination of Team right, U.S. So right. he's like, this is why you bring strong people to the final. Yeah. You dumb, dumb people. Now, okay, what should... Seeing how they had the seven people instead of five, mm-hmm. what should Team U.S.'s strategy been to be able to utilize Ninja? Would you have maybe put Ninja and Kara on the back or the front together to because they're the closest in height? I think would that's that how you got to look at it, right? And it's just like... Could you have done that for a leg, or would they have both broken they down? They would have both broken down because if they were... If they were... If they're both similar in height, but they're still taller, or they're still lower, I mean, more weight is going to shift to them. Um, well, and the other thing is, you're in a final. You, you got to do this. Let's right. go. Step it up. Come on. I, I don't because Cam was doing this and Cam never broke down or had any issues or whatever mm-hmm. and they should Cam at points carrying the whole front end by herself. Mm-hmm. I think I don't I don't know if there was really 
a a good strategy that would have worked for Team US on that day. Not because that you couldn't you couldn't figure out a good way to arrange the team, but just because that team was not a team. No. Like Zach was fucking furious at them. Zach was pretty done. Um you I'm know, sure he still wanted to win money, but he was very like He was this. not motivated to I would say I would say as I said earlier when we before we started, I would say he was soft throwing. He yeah. wasn't throwing, but he could have tried considerably harder to win. But why would so if you're Zach though, and you're pretty damn sure the the team dynamic is is so fucked that you, you don't have a good chance at winning. And especially if like Zach has been on enough of these that if he's, if he's using his map, if he's using his wits about him, he's, they say stage one, he knows there's a stage two. He probably knows that whatever the penalty for losing stage one is not going to match up with whatever, however far behind you are. As long as you finish stage one, why kill yourself? Why? There's no good reason to do it. And man, when that all shook out, so, okay, so they, they essentially, they finish up this gurney portion, and UK is 16 million light years ahead. I mean, well, they're so far Well, they did get so more time ahead. to rest, too. Don't, didn't they just go right to the snake bed thing? Well, I think they, yes. They had to swim to the island, right? Right, they put them on a boat, the boat goes out so far, and then they have to swim to the They island. get some snacks. Yeah, they get some bananas or, um, like, power bars yeah, or something. Yeah, they get to chill. So they got to rest for some degree of time. We don't know how long. They go, they're on the boat, they go out, they end up, you know, TJ meets up, he says, hey, you know, swim to the shore there, and that's where you're sleeping tonight. Now, while this is happening, U.S. finishes finally sometime later, and TJ's waiting, he says, hey, you know, you broke 35 All rules. of the rules. <laughs> uh, that's a 10-minute penalty, and I'm like, Okay, it doesn't matter because of the way you've structured it. It could have been a three-hour penalty. It doesn't matter, right. They lost either way, it does, so it's whatever. But they, he, I, I do think he should have... They, I know production probably made the decision to not make them sit because they knew Team UK is already at the end. But they should have had to sit there and wait out that 10 minutes and just feel it they should have had that should they should have had that demoralizing 10 minutes that team UK and then had. assess it also I think what they should <clears> do, <throat> I don't care if they make them sit there or not although maybe if you make them sit there you get some more footage of them yelling at each other right well that's that's my point they like the, I know production's like well it doesn't matter team UK's already won this leg but that should they they should have had that ten minutes to tear themselves apart even so further. I just think from the standpoint of making it look good for TV, TJ should have said, you know, because you broke fifty five rules, we're giving you a thirty minute penalty. Because he could have said whatever number he wanted. He could say we're giving you a one minute penalty or we're giving you a five hour penalty. Right. Either way, they lost the stage, right. so it doesn't make any difference. Uh, by the way, okay, so this is one of the things I'm thinking about. When they did the puzzle part, we forgot to mention, U.S. finished the puzzle part. Essentially, Pauly did it. U.K. was unable to do it, and they timed out. 
in a final, there should be no timing out. You, if you have to sit there and do it for three hours on this puzzle, then that's your failure, and you should have to do it. Because if memory serves, because we just recently watched Rivals again, and we watched that final, and they mm-hmm. had that memory thing where they had to look at the campsite, yeah. do a thing, and then come back and recreate the campsite. There was definitely not a timeout on that. Yeah, there. I serves. do not like. They've done this before in finals. I do not like timing out on the final because. I know why they do it because they don't for TV's sake they don't want to create massive blowouts but I hate the timeout because you know if you show up look like I've said before if you show up and you can't swim that's your fault mm. if you show up and you can't do an effing tangram that's your fault like this is stuff that can be practiced well because you've you've seen the challenge in theory especially if you've been on the challenge before come on guys yeah. Come on. The swimming one is really egregious. But anyways, UK timed out. We don't know how long they stood at that puzzle, but they did eventually time out. Now, they both finished the day. You know, U.S. gets on the boat. UK's already there. U.S. swims to shore, whatever. They all show up. It's essentially a big pit of snakes with two stairways at either end of it. With And there's two beds in the middle. And it's like, okay, one of you can, from each team at a time, can sleep in the bed, but everyone else has to stand on the stairs. Right. Mm-hmm. And while this is happening, you know, the snakes are climbing up the bed and getting on people and everything. I'm assuming I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that none of these were poisonous snakes. I, they're not, you're not getting past insurance if, right. yeah, you just can't do that. If the, Yeah, we're going to have like a python, <laughs> boa constrictor. Uh, I got a King Cobra. It looks badass. I'm just saying, this is one of these shows you go on and you have to just sign your life away. You may die by poisonous (laughs) snake bite. I mean... We do have some rattlesnakes in there. We don't really know where they are, so just tread tread light. I'm assuming assuming no poisonous snakes. I'm kind of amazed no one even got bit, to be honest. Right, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, whatever. They could have. Mm-hmm. So they do this whole thing. While they're doing it, Kara's talking to Polly, and she's like, you know, are you okay? Are you going to be able to make it? Because you look bad. And in Tori, when Polly walks up, she even goes like... He looks like yellow. Polly's yellow. Yeah. <laughs> Polly's liver is failing. Well, and that's what... Okay, I did read later. They never spoke about this in the final. Apparently, Zach's liver was in bad shape, too. That's not good. They said by the end of that final, apparently, Zach's liver was operating at, like, 7%. Not great. he almost just completely fell apart, too. And he wasn't carrying for a good... (laughs) For one of the three, like, one of the four. I mean, he still did three. No, I mean, they're hard. You know, and right. and we don't know how hot it was. Yeah, it looked hot, but looked very you don't hot. know how hot. Right, yeah. but you know, so an interesting thing. So just to talk more about the carry, you look at Team US versus Team UK. You know, just okay. So you get the weight thing that definitely was a disadvantage for Team US, um, but also Team US was also, you know, we called it out earlier as a benefit to Zach that he's more svelte. But you look at C- Dadbot CT. Dadbot CT. You know he when you're talking about a carry like that, like you're not sprinting. You need the power, and that's something CT and Rogan 
definitely had more well, of. Well, and we didn't know. We've been talking about U.S. a lot. We didn't know going to this final, how is Rogan going to hold up? Right. How is D going to hold up? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they could have just not shown it, but they looked fine. I mean, from what we saw. Well, and everybody made a really big deal about that one day where D was, like, running and, like. Yep. Or, like, fell collapsed. over or collapsed or whatever. And it's like, okay, she probably just didn't have enough to drink, you know, or And she whatever. probably learned from it. Yeah, exactly. So. I didn't appreciate the way everybody, like, because D isn't, like, a stellar competitor or anything, but I, it annoyed She's okay. Me. She's okay. She's not stellar. She's fine. But it annoyed me the way everybody just kept, like, oh, well. Oh, she's garbage. She has to go. Well, it's because when you're in the challenge, you look for any sign of weakness right, to I come know. up with a reason to eliminate someone. Right. And I'm sure what Kaylee did internally on that team is she said, hey, look at D. Look at the way she just broke down. She's got to be next. Right. Even though I am Kaylee. And Even though done, I'm Kaylee and I can literally do nothing <laughs> right, of any exactly. value. I, you want me in the final with you. Holy crap. <laughs> People think Ninja was bad in that final. Could you imagine if Kaylee had to do Kaylee's anything? never going to see a final. So, I mean. But, so... Hold on, we'll get, we'll get through to the puzzle before I bring this back up. So they wake up, so they, you know, wake up the next day. Who knows how long they had to stand there. That shit just must suck so much. Well, because you know I'm exhausted. All I want to do is lie down. Yeah. All I want to do is have a sits and a sleep. All I want to do. So they do that. They wake up the next day. Hey, okay, we're going to have you guys do a puzzle. And after you do the puzzle, you have to swim to the boat. But only four of you from each team are making it. And this is where I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> because if Jordan or Tori gets eliminated, I'm going to be so unhappy. Yeah, it's like I'm turning this off. I'm just not watching anymore. And unfortunately from UK, Tori did get eliminated. <sighs> now, I did read, Jordan said, because you see when... It's like you can say whatever you want about the way Jordan speaks to the other women. Jordan treats Tori like, like, a goddess. like a goddess. I mean, seriously. Especially when you see the way, say, and maybe he's different outside of the challenge house, but the way Zach would treat Jenna. Yeah, yes. It's like Light, night, night and day. fucking day. Uh, yeah, D- Jordan, and I don't think Tori would put up with it, so that's why Jordan like just doesn't say anything. Right. But when he's in... So I read an interview. He said, you know, when he started to leave he realized he turned the corner they don't show this but he turns the corner and he realizes d's already gone so it's just it's actually between him and tori he thought it was between tori and d mm. so then he came back and he asked d tori you know like do you want to go i'll just i'll just bounce and you can go oh she's like no she's go. like no you go they have a better chance to win with you so you know, he went... And it's like, if one of them wins, both of them win at this right. point because they're engaged. And they, exactly. s- they seem like the kind of people If it's going to that... be between the one of the two of you, right. Jordan should go. Right. Go bring the money back. We can get a house. Just mm-hmm. go ahead. And I mean, like you said, my dream would have been that Rogan got eliminated on this. But again, it seemed like... So their puzzle was basically they had a bunch of pieces and they had to fit them together yeah. into the right shape. And it seemed like everyone had a different puzzle from what I noticed. It It did not look like they were all doing the same puzzle. So, you know, maybe some were harder than others. I imagine they were. Well, I think think there's different skill set. Like, you talk about puzzles, and there's lots of different kinds of puzzles. You saw 
a few different kinds in this final. I'll also say too, though, you're exhausted, right? And that you of all people know that messes with your head. Oh yeah, no, for sure. And the the whole like because if you think if you think back on the challenge, like the first puzzle was the math problem. Um, that's very different than uh, a, like a jigsaw puzzle, which is what right. this final one was. Um, should we should we take the moment here? To talk about sweet Leroy. So, Leroy. Leroy has too many holes in his game. That's his big problem. Leroy needs to just go take swimming lessons. Just go work on that. Work on some puzzles. But I think the biggest thing with Leroy this season is he had an opportunity about midway through to have changed everything. Mm -hmm. And he chose not to. He chose to vote with the Polly and Kara block. So it's like, okay. You turned on your real life friend, Nani. Yep. And Karma came back. And Karma came back. Well, and here's, so this is the thing that's frustrated me about this entire season is that the, the, the Polly Kara alliance was just too big, you know, and that's, so Johnny Bananas has always been really, blunt about the fact that I have a number one, I have a number two I might have a number three but there is no number four you can't, you can't it's not possible, the final is always down to like four people like I can't, you know so if you're you're that number three or that number four, you're gonna get fucked you're gonna get pulled out or you come into the alliance with the like okay I will look out for each other for as long as we can, however we get to leak whatever in the game. It's gotta Re- be it. Realistically, you're gonna have to win something, right? Yeah, like it's it's gotta be. Well, and there's another problem with the season where you could win. Winning didn't matter. Winning didn't matter, but it, you know it's it, it was a real for Leroy for as many seasons as he's been on. This is his eleventh season, and I know that because he said it five hundred times. Uh it was a very naive game that he played. And a stupid game. Yeah, I mean, it's like, wait, okay, so you're gonna you're gonna play the numbers, okay? But what is that going to get you at the end? And it's, ninja on the final team, and not you, right? Um, it, it's just it was really, it's, and you know, I've I like Leroy, um, but he didn't deserve to win. Well, I will say, no one ever deserves to win but there are people who definitely don't deserve to win i would agree with that yes and leroy did not deserve to win based on the game that he played i think it's he had an opportunity to change the dynamics in the house he chose not to he chose to vote with the like i said the polycara block ultimately fucking them over yeah so you've alluded to it that leroy got eliminated on this puzzle Mm -hmm. well that happens Ninja finishes the puzzle first and proceeds to run away, cheering, hopping, skipping. Fuck you, bitch. There, Fuck you. I want them to do Rivals 4 so she can get paired up with Zach. <laughs> oh, God. Please, please. People Fun think- and Murray. Make this happen for Zach me. Zach would throw that season without a care in the world. <laughs> no, he'd come in. <laughs> it'd be like, oh, we're doing Rivals. 
We'd be like, oh, Zach, your partner is Ninja. And he would be like, thank you for the opportunity. I will see I'm you I'm now next done season. with the challenge. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye forever. That would be worse than when he was paired with Joan A. Oh, and that, he'd be a much that, better teammate. Well, yeah, but you look into that fucking relation. That was like... That was, that toxic. was a toxic relationship. That upset, that upset me greatly. Um, That was not a good season but, for Zach. Not no. like this one. At least you can say about Zach, and I think we pu- we pulled it out last time we talked about it. He definitely seems to have grown as a human being. Appears to have, yeah. Yeah, I did love... Okay, so it gets whittled down to four. Ashley Puzzle Queen gets eliminated. Oh, Amazing. that was so... There were a couple of things that happened in here that were like tasty. tasty as fuck. And it was like, I was really upset about Tori not making it, particularly that Rogan made it. And I, I didn't, D was like, whatever, but I, I was really annoyed Rogan. D made had it. The, that motivation by spite that one episode, right. which was like. And I was okay. like, okay, I'm behind D. But um, I was still pissed at her that she didn't throw Rogan in when she had the chance when he did the same to her. Well, that's the problem that but, I have with D, but whatever. Um, you know. But it was like I'm really upset about Tori, but so many things good came out of this final that yeah. I was like, okay, if that's the one thing I really have to give up, so be it. Because Ashley losing on a puzzle. <laughs> oh, God, so great. It was amazing. Uh, the other person who got eliminated on the puzzle was Cam. Yep. So the four people who completed it for Team US are Ninja, Polly, Kara, and Zach. I love when they cut to Zach and he just goes, My team is now Polly, who's dead. <laughs> I forget what he said about Kara. Useless. <laughs> Did he say useless? Or something Kara? like that, yeah. And then he goes, And we have Ninja, my least favorite person in the world. <laughs> 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 or my most hated person in the world, whatever he said. Zach, just great season. Zach had just a good season. Great season, Just for Zach. the commentary alone. Now, real quick, before we move, because I think we've all had, you know, a variety of problems with this final, just in the way it was structured. Just this whole season. Yeah, this whole season. One of the things that I was thinking about with the final, because you, so they get this, so, because the, they'll, they get on a boat, um, and it's the final four, and that's the end of stage one, right? And the start of stage two, uh, Team UK ends up getting a whopping five-minute advantage. Now, on a six-mile race, which is what the next part ended up being, five minutes is huge, but still, it was like, this is really frustrating. I would have... And I know this is me trying to think of like a fair competition, and that's not what the challenge is. What would have I like? What I would have liked better is if you won money for fit for winning stage one, and not just for winning the whole thing. Like if you got maybe a third of the prize money for winning stage one, and then either you can win the whole thing mm. at the end, or you know the other side I, has I a chance. I don't want that. Would would I? What I was looking for ways for Tori to have won. Somebody. Yeah, what I don't, what I don't like about the this final in particular was it made stage one essentially almost meaningless. Uh, I mean, five minutes is a lot when it comes to. I think they had to do so. They they finish up. They got the four people left. Okay, mm-hmm. and now they all have to get chained up by their legs like a chain gang, 
and they have to do like a race while they're all connected around this uh, island. I think it was like another six miles, I think they said, right? Does that sound yeah, right? Yeah, six miles. And UK, because they won the first leg by 10 million years, gets a five-minute head start. Now, five minutes is a lot in a race, okay? But it's not the end-all, be-all, especially when there's a puzzle at the end. And then they do they do this five they do this six mile race while they're all chained up and then they do a puzzle at the end which is a tangram and neither team could do it again they both time out and essentially just because UK had the five minute head start they kind of win the final by default which they should have won so I have no I have no issue with it because they won day one by so much right but I just don't like th- this final I enjoyed the first part with the with the gurney and everything because i thought it did a lot of interesting drama i like the stages the way it was i like the way it was all broken up it was structured well this second part fucking sucked yeah i didn't yeah. like it either it was terrible it should have not even been in or they should have just done something else it almost feels like the second part was like it existed purely to do the overnight thing yeah and it's like it's, you know you go back if you go back to pre-rivals, you know the the final was always a single day thing. It was brutal, and it was re- but you know it wasn't so brutal like people were dying. It was really just people, except for the one Big Easy died. Um, you know, it was well, rivals just stages. Had no, rivals had an overnight. Rivals did have an. I'm saying before rivals. Okay. Yeah, before rivals, I mean, it was just kind of one day you're here it's a day it's a it's a series of checkpoints and a lot of cardio um rivals is really where the final changed in the challenge to be you know and that had an overnight but after the overnight in rivals like they still had to climb a fucking mountain and this all they had to do was run six miles solve a puzzle and swim to a, a boat like it it really was like the stage. It was yeah, it, it was. was. It, you know, it doesn't compare to what you did in stage one, and what what bothers me about it is it makes it too easy. It it it, it, it makes it too easy for the team that shouldn't have won to have possibly won. Right. Well, because they both timed out on the puzzle. If they get lucky, and let's say Paulie figures out that tangram in two seconds. Yeah. They win a final that they in no way earned a victory in. I also don't like a a puzzle being really the last barrier. Um, cause there, yes, there was the kayak, but let's be real, it wasn't that bad. No. Um, that was pretty easy. Unless I, someone fell out. That uh, would have been the only thing. Is if, like, say UK's going there and they're ahead and D falls out and she can't get back in then you're screwed when ct yeah. said as long as no one fuzz, i was, I was like, like oh no <laughs> oh fuck ct why 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 would you say that now one day the only thing i do like about this final that they did that i think they did right is it was first person to get here wins it wasn't one of these goofy seasons where you know they're adding up times from the various stages and all that well, other they should have they should have but I, I i like first person to get here wins at the end of like at the end of at the end of the competition, you know, there's no we have to go to the reunion to figure out who Well, well that was horrible the but, two times they did that. But 
I mean, that is such that is a such a minor thing compared to how wrong they did so much else. But they should have tallied up the whole thing like they did on War of the Worlds one where they tallied all the times at the end. Um, and I understand why they didn't want to do that, because if you tally the time, then it's blatantly obvious the UK won by 16 years. But it just felt like that their that wide margin that they won that first stage by just didn't fucking matter. Five minutes in a six-mile race is a lot. Sure. But you're right, it didn't really matter. I mean, it ended up being very close. Like, they could have beat them by, like, I don't know, ten seconds, and you get the same, like... Right. See, I would almost have done this differently so that, you know, and you could have fixed it with editing a little bit, where if you're going to do the two-stage thing, if one team is just that far ahead, you know, have the rule set set that, you know, if basically that there's a mercy rule, like we're going to film up to this point, And if you if, if it is that wide a gap, that's the end. Well, the other thing is, is knowing what they know now, realistically, with the way the rules were enforced or not enforced, really, the U.S. should have just cheated the whole way. Yeah, because it would have been the exact same thing without all your people breaking down. Yeah, I think. I mean, one thing the challenge does do is they tend to react to goofy shit that happens. I, I would think that was like um, back in um, when the when the final started getting really bad, hard and people were just like, well, I got here. I'm going to get consolation money. And they made it so, oh, no, you have to finish yeah. in order to get any money. Like, I would anticipate there will be a rule change to address um, what they did Um it just sucks that, you know, it kind of played out the way it did. It, it, the, it just did not, the the utter collapse of Team U.S. should have felt so much more devastating um, at, the end of day, at the end of day two than it did. And they, okay, so they finish. U.S. gets there. They finish as well. They're, they're second. They lose. I will give Paulie credit. To his credit, he gets up out of the kayak. He gets on the boat. And he immediately goes to everyone on U.K. And he hugs them. And he says, congratulations. I mean, he goes right to Jordan. And they hug. And he says, congratulations. You know? So at the end of the day, at least I did Pauly, tell Bob. I was like, he's a better person than I am. I would have been like, don't fucking touch me. Get the hell away from me. Yeah, I mean, Paulie, you know, he walked right up to him and it's like, hey, you beat me. Kara didn't do that. No. So they cut. Now there's an amazing scene. Our best scene of the whole season. Top, not better than Jordan winning the tug of war. It's in the team photo for sure. But it's like a top three moment all season. They're popping the champagne. They raise the flag. CT's jerking off the champagne is hilarious. They cut to Kara. She's ugly crying in the corner. I <laughs> howled with laughter. <laughs> it was choice. unbelievably it was great. Choice. If I could, I, you know what I need? I need like a picture frame that can play GIFs. GIFs, Bob. And I'll just put that GIF in the picture frame and I'll put it on a table. So I can watch it forever. You know, so every now and you're going to go I about a day. for that. It's funny. You're going about a day. You're kind of a shitty day. You know, you get up and you're like, oh, that sucks. And you just kind of catch that out of the corner of your eye and you look and you're like. Better, 
Better day than Kara. Not so bad. <laughs> Better day than Kara Maria. I had something similar where uh, it was right after Kevin Owens debuted on the main roster, and it was he he got Cena in the pop up power bomb. I definitely had a day at work where I just had that that up so I could look at it, and it, it made me happy. Oh my god, Kara ugly crying in the corner. It was amazing. Well, because it's like you reap what you sow. You yeah. did this. This is the team that this you brought. This is what you wanted. Right here you go. Man, but for yeah, as many finals like, as she's been in, too, it's just like you know what this entails. Mm-hmm. And she broke down mentally. She didn't break down physically, really, but she totally broke down mentally. Yeah, and I'm I'm happy. I'm happy for her that she's going to take this season off. Whatever the reason is, I'm happy that for her she's taking at least a season off because she's just a shell of herself right now. I mean, it, I don't know. You know what it reminds me of in in a weird way, and I might have to walk this up. It reminds me of Punk. And here's why. Because when he walked out at the end of it, uh, like, what was that, six years ago now, whenever it was? It's been a minute. Um, he was burnt out. He had put everything he had into WWE and trying to be successful and this, that, and the other. And Little different circumstances. Hold on, hold on. But here's... Here's the deal. On the challenge, you have, you know, the challenge is not a fair competition, right? It, it The producers manipulate the shit out of it. The rules are set up, you know, that are not transparent. It's not like it's audited um, for fairness. It's just, you know, the producers could pretty much just say, oh, yeah, they win, and there'd be nothing to be done about it. Um. And, you know, in the same way that WWE being scripted and being Vince McMahon's, uh, you know, play toy, you know, he, he just waves his hand and says, whatever happens, happens. Um, you know, so you're you're investing yourself in something that is inherently unfair that um, you don't you are you do not control your own destiny, particularly this season where winning meant nothing. I mean, as dumb as, dumb as I think other people were, Carr and Polly played a half-decent game because it got them to the final. Um, they fucked up in who they brought with them, for sure. But they got there. No, Carr and Polly played a good game. I mean, they decimated the other team. Mm-hmm. The yep. only They de- got them to decimate themselves. The only issue I have is they should have just gotten along with Tori and Jordan but but to fit to, to finish my point so you've you've invested yourself in something you really don't have any control over and you've been doing this for what did they say this was her 14th season long time like you just mentally spent like and you you know you look through the final and yeah she probably should not have broken down on the math puzzle or on the eating but you can tell she is just at the end. She cannot keep going. Well, and is it a matter of she's putting so much pressure on herself that yeah. like she has to like this? This is this is all I have. And I think she had extra pressure on herself because she wanted Polly to get the win, right? So you know, like 
Like, if you go on the challenge and you want to win, Erica, that's a lot of pressure. You want to win. Right. But if now Bob's there and you want to win for him and you want both of you to win, that's another added layer of pressure. <laughs> There's, there, I, I want a little story for you, Alex. Uh, curling. Um, so when we were, when we, we spent our season, uh, at, with the Chicago curling club, which was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, we were out there and it was just, um, this one, it was kind of like a, what would you call it? Like an exhibition game. It wasn't part of the actual league and they did these so that you could get, you know, your turn being what they call the skip or another position, the other position. Let you learn the different positions right. within the team. So, um, I, th- this one game we played, I was the skip. And um, typically the skip um, in curling, when they, when they have their turn to throw the stone, you're supposed to, like, follow the stone down the ice as much as you can because you, you need to direct what they're going to do with the, with the sweeping. I don't know where the story is going. I don't like recall this. Like, so I'm curious. So curious. I was trying to do that and I was actually doing a half decent job until I got a little overconfident in my ability to push myself down the ice. And uh, I slipped, I fell, and I whacked my head on the ice. Um, now, when this happened to Erica... I remember that. When this happened to Erica, she didn't hit her head, but... When I she fell, fell several times. I stopped. Curve. I stopped dead there. I was like, "Honey, are you okay?" This, that, and the other. I fell, and she just kept trucking. <laughs> she just was like, "No, I got to sweep this stone." I'm sitting there, head on the ice. You were fine. Bob, Bob's bleeding to death. There's a red puddle coming out of his head. Dude, we had some gnarly falls and curling. There was one time I stepped on the ice with my. Uh, the, the pad, the like Teflon pad. So my foot goes shooting up and I hit my arm like on the, you're on a raised platform and you step down onto the ice. Mm-hmm. Wanged it right on there. Biggest bruise I've ever had. In my, I'm a shocked I didn't break my arm. Um, there was the other time I slipped on the ice and then I just kind of like fell into like the like a relaxed, tra- <laughs> I did a tranquilo pose because it was just like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm shocked we didn't die while we were curling. Curling's a lot of fun, Alex. You should try it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's much more dangerous than I thought. They also say it will totally fuck up your bowling game. So, real good for you. Mm, wonderful. Um, yeah, so that was a decide. I didn't even know where we were. Oh, Anyways, we were talking well, about Kara. Okay, so l- just to sum up the season, because we will end up talking about this one more time if we can get another special guest on the podcast. But just to sum up the season... I didn't think it was a particularly good season. It was okay. Uh, it wasn't a were, bad season. There were some great moments. Yeah. But overall it was okay. It was it was it was a roller coaster season cuz it started really good. I actually was had a re- lot of high hopes for the season off the start and it was probably about episode 4 or 5 when things started to to tank downhill. Um you know, and a lot of it was just team UK couldn't fucking win anything. Um uh, and then uh, towards the end, there were a couple of good moments and things, you know, were a little better. But, um, yeah, I, they if they're going to do a team format again in the future, which they will, um, unless it gets canceled, um, 
they really got to think through that rule set. Well, and speaking to that, if anyone ever wonders why the challenge is still on all these years later, I've been watching the ratings a little bit as the season has gone on. And for example, like this Wednesday for the final, in that 18 to 49 demo, which is the only one MTV gives a shit about. That any advertiser cares about is the 18 to 49. Right. Unless you're on like CBS, where it's all only old people. 60 plus, baby. <laughs> yeah, but for for MTV, though, all they give a shit about is 18 to 49. They were top three every night that I saw, and mm-hmm. they were like number two um, this past week. And the only thing that ever beats them is, like, sports, you know, like yeah. basketball or baseball. So if anyone's like, why is this show on for my nine million years? Well, they're holding their target audience. Well, it's also entertaining as shit. Yeah. This yeah. wasn't a great season, but we still watched. Yeah, like like you said, Bob, the first, like, two or three episodes were good. And then there were, like, five or six episodes that were just terrible. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, they pulled it together again. And but the final wasn't very good. I mean, the the last episode wasn't good. Yeah. So it was a lot of it was very up and down. Yeah. But it was an okay season overall. But it's an okay season. If they if they learn some lessons from this, you know, fine. Um, it's what was the one that was what was the season that was really bad? Dirty Thirty and Vendettas were really bad. Yeah. In Final Reckoning. Those three the, were. Those Dirty three Thirty was were Dirty bad. Thirty was okay. Final Reckoning and Vendettas were really bad. And then what was the one? Uh, Battle of the Seasons was not very good. No, that, that was, was a bad too. season. The only season Zach's ever won. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I oh, it'll be interesting to see um what the format is next year. Um, like I said, I would love Rivals for Bear Zach and Ninja. Do it, do it. <laughs> Well, uh, Final Reckoning was essentially Rivals 4. Yeah, it was. No, Vendettas, right? I thought Final Reckoning was a pairs. No, season. Vendettas, because anyone could be your Vendetta. It was split vendettas into Vendettas was a solo season. Was it? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. Final Reckoning was pairs. Yeah. Um, vendettas was just really stupid. The only thing good that came out of Vendettas was Tony eating all the food. That was amazing. That was amazing. That was a great fun challenge moment. <laughs> <laughs> Another loss for Kara in that one, by the way. Oh, Kara Maria. When Kara thought she could out-eat Tony. What a lunatic. Hey, okay, honey. We've spent a lot of time talking shit on the people who rightly deserved it, but I want to uh, call out the the greatness that is Dadbot CT. CT did a really good in the final. He didn't break down. He looked good. Well, and that was a big concern we all had, you know, going into it. It's like, you know, CT, the powerhouse of the challenge, but, you know, he's carrying a lot of weight. Is he going to be able to do a final and actually stick through it? So CT now has three fine challenge wins, mm-hmm. but he's done a shitload of seasons. Yes. Yeah. I believe this is Jordan's third win in five goes in arguably the hardest time to win. And he's now, you know, he's taken seasons off in between. But in the seasons he's done, he's won three finals in a row. I mean, you got to start looking at Jordan as like a top three guy 
ever, All maybe? Time, I think for sure. I mean, he's like right up there. Just the eliminate. He's got one hand and he won a tug of war elimination. The only elimination he's ever lost was that one against Johnny where he had to climb. That was it. Well, and that he slipped. Yeah. We just recently rewatched that. If he didn't slip, he had Johnny like dead to rights. So. But he did. But he, he did. did. Right. He yep. did. I know Jordan's Jordan's incredible. And, you know, someone asked him, you know, if you keep going and, and you know, he called out like, well, bananas has six. That would be nice. You know, so he make he'll they'll keep going. Well, and Jordan's one of the guys that is more than happy to work with bananas because he has the confidence of if this guy gets to a final with me, I believe I can beat him. Well, and, and he probably can. Yeah, at this point, yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, Jordan is smart enough not to get himself in an alliance where he's going to be the low man on the totem pole. Yeah. You know, if he if he gets if he works with Johnny, he's gonna know one of two things that either he is one, two, or three, or you know that it's a temporary truce. Well, and Jordan also has the strength of he's never lied on the show that I can think of. So if he tells you he's gonna do something, you generally know that that's true, right? So you don't have to worry about Jordan. You have to worry about Jordan that, you know, if you and him are both in a final, You're gonna, you got a fucking hill to climb yeah. now. But in terms of he's not he's not going to stab you in the back. Mm-hmm. It, meanwhile, Polly will shake your hand and yeah. then do exactly what and he said he wouldn't do. People will still work with him, which is just crazy. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But. Like I said, I think we have another episode to talk about the challenge still. So why don't we, we gotta talk bring, about... We got to bring that special guest. Yeah. In. So why don't we talk about some other stuff? Sure. Like, announced at the Game Awards, the name of Project Scarlet, the Xbox Series X. It's a bad name. It's a rough name. It's not bad. <laughs> have you seen the picture of it? I haven't. It's essentially... You should look it up. It's essentially like they took a GameCube... And then they stacked another GameCube on top of it. And that's about what it looks like. It's a very interesting design. Now, it can be placed horizontally as well. Right. But it's a very... It's new. You know, it it reminds me a little bit of... um, Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of, like, one of the towers that Apple built um, for one of the Mac Pros. Um, It's, It's like... Someone said it's the height of three Xbox One controllers, if you can picture that. No. <laughs> oh, no, they have a controller leaned up against it in the photo I'm looking at. So it's tall. It is tall. I mean, there's one thing about it is, unlike your, you know, Xbox One X, which just slides into the cabinet and no one's ever even going to notice it there unless they're looking for it. If you got that Xbox Series X in your living room, people are going to be like, what's that? Yeah. You know, you can't miss that fucker. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't like the vertical form factor. I know you can put it horizontal. Um, but it does make me, it does make me wonder how, you know, if there will be any issues when putting it horizontal because it, you know, it's like, or if, you know, there will be issues vertical. 
Um, because if they're if they've how much time have they put into testing it in both different orientations, um, and making sure that you know the airflow is actually good in both ways, stuff like that. That so that's it's a little concerning to me, like when you could just have one horizontal form factor and know it's good. Um, it's striking. You know, it's going to stand out. Yeah. I mean, there's no way anyone's missing it. No. Um, and we don't know. Maybe the PS5 will have some wacky design. You know, we have yeah. no idea. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the design's whatever, because at the end of the day, it's a box. If the box works and it cools the parts well and there's no issues, it's a freaking box. You don't yeah. really care. You know, I what I'm most interested in is, of course, the price point. Well, which they have not released, of course. I think that'll be an E3 announcement. And anything to me, anything above 500 is certain death. Mm-hmm. And especially if Sony doesn't go above 500, which they more than likely will not. Yep. I mean, that'll be an interesting game, too. Who finally announces the price first? Right. Who blinks? Yeah, I. I don't know. It's. Because, I mean, the X still, its its official retail price is still $500. Now, if you it's buy... It's on sale all the time. But, right? Well, that's what I was just about to say, is if you buy the X for full price, you're a dummy. Um, but, uh, you know, for how much more powerful they're talking about it being, um, you know, it, I don't know. It'll be interesting. What's nice is from everything that I've been reading from a parts perspective is it sounds like unlike when the Xbox One came out and it was dramatically underpowered for even the day it launched, it sounds like we're actually getting a high end device. Like is that it's 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 basically a high end device for today. So if a year from now it's only a year out of date for a high end PC, that's pretty good. And it's also going to have all the advantages of consoles, which is a set layout, a set part. Mm-hmm. And so you get all the optimization that comes with that. Well, and I think one of the interesting things, I know it said in the release that it will play 8K content, which is meaningless because nobody has an 8K TV. Um, I think there actually are 8K TVs. No, there are. But, but no one owns them. They're expensive right. as fuck. And there's no point to them. Um it, you know, all 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 that really matters is getting 4K gaming at 60 frames per second, or or higher. That yeah. you know, and that's really all we need. Well, and that's what I've heard the internal targets are. It's that they want the developers to target 4K 60 or 1080p 120, and if they can hit those two targets on games, that's great. Yeah, I mean 120. Uh, 1080p would be fantastic. And they're coming with NVMe SSDs, mm-hmm. which are insanely fast. Yep. So, yes, everything will be bigger. You know, the textures are going to be bigger. The games are going to be bigger. Should be a fun time with data caps. But they're going to be fast. Yeah. And that's not much bottlenecks. I mean, if they have a really good CPU in there and they have a really good GPU in there and they have this great SSD, where are the bottlenecks in the I.O.? Right. So, you know, we're we're looking and, you know, like they showed that trailer for the new Hellblade and they claimed that was all running in engine and it looked unbelievable. 
So. See, the only thing I know of the Game Awards is that Laura Bailey lost to Mads Mikkelsen, which if you're going to lose to somebody, fine. And then she was like, all right, well, fuck this. I'm not staying. I'm going to go and play D&D with my friends. So. <laughs> she really just leave? Yeah. Yeah, she, you know, it's hysterical. She like, we are like, yeah, we have like a, a chair for her. We don't really think she's going to show up, but we've got her stuff, so we'll see. She might come in later. Ten minutes after the show starts, she rolls in in this gorgeous dress, and she's just like, yeah, no, yeah, I want to, yeah. I'm going to roll die. So I want to talk about that a little bit because, I mean, the Game Awards... I mean, any award show is advertising. Is, that is all it's it is. Advertising. Um, I do appreciate though that the game awards are like, oh, we are hella advertising. They, they just lean right into it. But you look at it, and you gotta be like, you know, it, it is all political. None of this is really meaningless. None of these are truly merit-based awards. There's always something else behind it, particularly when you know Jeff Keeley who runs the whole damn thing is you know actually actively involved in some games here and there but anyways so i want to talk about um so they have one category for performance um in the game awards versus you know any other awards where you have a, a best actor supporting actor um and all the other award shows are split into male and female um for the game awards there is one category for acting and that is the performance category um here are the nominees in that category laura bailey um four for gears five um matthew peretta for control ashley birch for the outer worlds courtney hope for control and then standing out compared to all the other four people norman reedus uh, for Death Stranding and Mads Mikkelsen for Death Stranding and Mads ended up taking the win and he I, wasn't there was he or was he there I don't know but part of me is like there's no way he would go but he's that kind of guy that he might he might have there were there. some people there though I mean like Elon Musk was there for whatever reason well, what the fuck else is he doing what the fuck is Mads Mikkelsen doing I don't know. <laughs> Elon Musk is busier than him. I mean, let's just say it. <laughs> Elon Musk comes a lot across as a guy to me who works like 16 hours. I feel every like he's day. got the machine behind him, though, that's doing most of the work, and he's just sitting around being an evil rich dude. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but so you look at that category, and you look at, you got a number of like really talented, noted voice actors. Um, who in their respective games had pretty prominent roles. I have not played Death Stranding. I have not watched a Let's Play of it, which you arguably should do for a Kojima game. Um, you know, I don't know how big a role Mads actually had, but it, it definitely reads like, oh, we want to give the award to the real actor person. That's exactly what it reads like, yeah. Right, like, and he seems like the kind of actor that does not give a fuck about any kind of an award. Yeah, I mean, I can't really say because I haven't, you know, played all those games, but I played, uh, I've played a little bit of Outer Worlds, and Ashley Birch plays uh, Pervardi, and she's very good in that. Really good, obviously, is Aloy in Horizon, and um, you said Laura Bailey is uh, is it Kate? 
Yeah, Kate. Whatever the Gears main character's five. name in Gears 5. I believe her name's Kate. Mm-hmm. And she was really good in that. Those are the only two I played, though. So, you know, were they better or worse than anyone else? I have Who no knows? idea. You, you know, if you haven't played the game, you can't judge. I, I do just... It's one of those things that just reads kind of like suspicious yeah like you want to give it to the celebrity please take us seriously that way you get some press off of it and it's a shame because you know voice actors in video games even though you know things have started shifting a little bit in recent years they are generally disregarded well but there's been there's been some greats i mean like to be fair there's been some great celebrity performances i mean oh um, yeah what's his what's his face in mass effect the elusive man who might think martin Martin sheen Sheen. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean he was great in that well i mean if you get if you get a great actor to come in and do a voice role you would expect and take it seriously and take it seriously i mean let's not talk about dinklebot um, the Dinkles. <laughs> he still wasn't as bad as everyone made him out to be. I didn't think so. I mean, I didn't That's play a lot character. of that game. The character is robotic. It's a, it is a freaking robot, right? Um, you know, it's just it sucks because I think these people, who are just professional voice actors who don't, you know, act in TV, um, or they do, you know, behind the scenes roles, um, or animated roles. They really, I, I think they, they should get more recognition in gaming than they do, and by the fact you have only one category for performance, and you know if you have a really high profile actor, um, who shows up in a game, that you know that could mean they, they're gonna grab it just by virtue of the fact that they're Martin Sheen or they're Mads Mikkelsen. I think, I think you need more categories and i don't necessarily think that means you split it up into gendered but i think you need to find a way to so what would be what do you have any suggestions because i also think my immediate thought is when you say when you start doing gendered categories then you get into that tough spot as if someone is transgender Mm -hmm. and they do a certain role you know what if they're what if they're non-binary where do you put a non-binary person you know well, I, I, I don't think you go to gendered route, but I think at least you should have a supporting role. Actor and then supporting actor. Yeah. And it, it you know. You do that. It split it. Yeah, fuck, you know, Alex, I never thought of that in regards to, like, the Academy Awards. Like, if you do, like, say in uh, uh, John Wick 3, you had uh, the binary, um, non-binary actor who played the, uh, was it the expositor? Uh, the. Uh, Adjudicator. Yes. Right? Was what they played. If that were to be, if they were to be nominated you're screwed what are you doing i think you're you're well for like someone like that because she looks female and they would probably i know it's hard it's hard to do the the they it's yeah uh you know there you go but the transgender one i guess is easier because you would just say put them in whatever they identify as but for the non for non-binary that would be a tough spot Mm -hmm. i guess you would have to ask them what you want to be nominated like these are the choices. What Sorry. are you comfortable? Well, what are you comfortable? What yeah. would you be more comfortable with? Yeah. I, so, but I think you you have the right idea though. An actor, a supporting actor, and and maybe even break it into categories or because there are just, just so those. many games with so many voice actors that it does seem 
like okay well we have five slots well but also then i think for about a game like acting. okay so for laura bailey for gears five that's clearly the main character so that's best supporting actor but for something like Pavardi in Outer Worlds, where do you nominate her? Because the player character doesn't have a voice. Mm-hmm. And so is then everyone a supporting character? Well, then maybe that's how, like Bob is saying, maybe it's best player character. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Best PC, best NPC, best, you know, stuff like that. Best NPC would be a cool one. Yeah. You know? That'd be interesting. Yeah. I'm intrigued now. Are there any other awards that stood out to you? No. <laughs> okay. I did I did want to go back to the because we, we we touched upon it. This Xbox Series X name. This is a bad name. It's not a good name. And first of all, the one funny thing about it is I'm sitting there with my friend Ryan and we weren't watching the game awards or anything, but I got a text about it. And I told him the name. And he just goes, on the spot, I hadn't even thought of it th- about this. He goes, oh, it's the Xbox Sex. <laughs> and I was like, and then I went online, and that's what, like, everyone was calling it, was the Xbox Sex. Now, was that had to be on purpose, right? Like, Could be. I'm just saying. You know what happens, though, Alex? You get a room full of people who are like, okay, we got to come up with a fucking name. And you get to a point where you're like, we have exhausted everything and it you get to a point where you're just not seeing the obvious shit anymore uh, for example i have a, a person at work who uh before we had uh, izzy they were talking about make sure you write out her initials because they have a friend whose kid's initials are dick <laughs> <laughs> and it's like okay yeah it's something you gotta you don't even think about you it. You don't. You're not, it's the last thing you're thinking of, but you got to look at it. What's just amazing is how many people instantly thought of it. Like, my friend literally thought of it in five seconds. But that's what I'm saying. It's one of those things that's so obvious that if you've been sitting in a room for the last, like, two weeks trying to think of a name, that it's it's not going to jump out at you because you're just like, we need to just get this, this the fuck done. Okay, and so the name is funny in that regard, but also I think they have a branding issue. And we, I know I've talked about this before on this podcast, that I personally believe, whether this has merit or not, and I'm not the only one who thinks this isn't some like genius thought, mm-hmm. but I personally believe that the big issue Nintendo had with the Wii U was because they called it the Wii U, they created confusion. Oh, people thought it was a peripheral. People thought it was a peripheral. Yeah. Right. Now with this, you already have an Xbox One X. Now you're calling this Xbox Series X. Are people going to think like this is the same product or this is the rename of a similar product? Are you going to have problems? Because so. like when PlayStation 5 comes out, that's going to be obvious. I mean, right. it's not. Well, because it's, it's just successor to the PS4. We're going numbers. Right. It's fine. Right. And they got themselves into this conundrum when they called it the Xbox 360. And I know. They didn't want to always be a number behind the PlayStation, you know, because mm-hmm. it would have been like, oh, they have the PS3 and we're the Xbox 2. And they have the PS4 and we're the Xbox 3. But there's something about Xbox 2 that just sounds terrible, but PlayStation 2, for some reason, works for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I can't, And it's maybe just because I... I have a deep love of the PlayStation 2, but it just, I don't know. The well, numbering the, for the PlayStation the acronym, works. PS2, PS3, PS4. That works. It works. Right. 
I mean, what would you say? X1, X2, X3? Like, maybe that would work. But <laughs> Bob's like, wait, that actually sounds pretty good. Um, but but then you would but then you got the same branding as PlayStation. You want to differentiate yourself. I to me the best idea I had heard for a name was you know you have Halo Infinite coming out with the system, and why not just do like a N sixty four where you know like the games were, you know everything was sixty everything was sixty four. So if for this, not that you have to name everything Infinite, but for this one case, since you got Halo Infinite and that's your big game, why not call the system Xbox Infinite or Xbox Infinity? You know, I think that would be better than Xbox Series X. And it would be a clear, like that's a clear new product. And then you got, you know, you got the easy marketing, Infinite Power, you know. I like Xbox Infinity. I actually really like the way that rolls off the tongue. Mm Mm-hmm. Speaking of infinities, we're getting a Bioshock 4, which I don't know how I feel about. Well, it's not the same people. That right. uh, was the first thing I asked Bob. I'm like, is uh, Ken Levine involved? And he's like, no. And I'm like, all right, then. <laughs> that tells me all I need to know. <laughs> I mean, we'll see what happens. It could be good. It could be good. You never know. But uh, I don't know. It's going to be very hard. This is the problem now is... <sighs> You can't, to me, you can't do the twist again because they've already done the twist twice with Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite. There was a, they tried to do a twist in two, but it wasn't anywhere near as. And I don't want to talk about the twist just in case anyone happens to listen that doesn't know about it. Even though it's been 13 years. Whatever. I know. (laughs) But my point is, I don't feel like you can do that again. I feel like you have to do something new. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should do something new. You, you shouldn't you be need like to expand on the universe. Bioshock shouldn't just be about the twist. It right. should be about the. There, what do they say? There's always a man. There's always a lighthouse, and kind of the exploring of the random world that you kind of get thrown into, where there's some kind of social upheaval going on. Right. You can maintain those themes, but you have to do stuff. You have to build upon it. You know. And I really right. do think that Infinite had such a. a I, I, it's like with anything that does a trilogy. It has a really good ending, and you should just leave it alone. But yeah. we, we can't fucking do I, that. Yeah, I mean, you you always knew they were going to make more because they're going to make more on the money. Yeah, they're, I know. on the name. They want to make more on the name. But, but it's been a when did it's, it's been, been a long minute. time. Yeah. Well, apparently it was in development at one studio, and they took it away. Something they weren't happy or whatever. So two K took it away from that studio, and now it's a development at another studio, which. Means there's already been problems. Right. Well, here here's one thing that can um, work in that favor, though, is if in, if instead of if you take what the first studio is working on, and you hand it to the new studio and say go. I mean, you got problems, total problems. If you if you're go, starting over, if you start from scratch, it could be good. You know, now you're in normal game development. Yeah, we have no idea. No, no clue. I'm sure I can't wait until we have the what happened to Bioshock. Well, but also <laughs> storyline from, from Jeff Keeley. From a business standpoint, though, you know how this shit goes. If they say invested two years into another studio and they failed, they weren't happy with whatever they were doing, and they give it to another studio on your ledger, that studio is starting in the red. Yeah, yep. you know, it's not like. 
in their in the in the documents that studio doesn't really get a fresh start the people who are making the decisions are going okay well you know we're going to give you this amount of time and this amount of money and we really don't want to give you more because we've already lost 30 million dollars on this endeavor you mm-hmm. know. got anything else bob I think the lesson you can take away from the Video Game Awards is that you should always ditch your responsibilities and go fucking play D&D. <laughs> well, it, it, look, I don't... Like, I don't care about any of the awards shows, okay? As but if I shouldn't. was going to care about one, I guess it would be the Video Game Awards because that's what I'm really into. Mm-hmm. And I still don't give a shit. So who cares about these awards? But there's always people who are like, I need validation for the thing that I like from yeah, other I people. I know. I mean... That's fair. I used to watch the Oscars because it's just like it's on. And maybe like I missed something this year. But at this point, it's like, why do why I'm not going to invest four hours of my Sunday night because I, I genuinely don't give a shit, you know? Or maybe oh it's like, oh, hey, you know, somebody who's been toiling away forever. You know, give a, a pet and a beck. Yeah, well, nice for you. And it's like they do awards like streamer of the year, and it's you know, come on, streamer of the year. Hold on, let, let's let's run through the the categories here. Sure. Um, Why don't you just go through the categories and tell us the winners? And sure. If something stands out, I'll stop you. Game of the year: Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Okay. Multiplayer game: Apex Legends. What other options were there? Call of Duty. Um. Tetris 99, Call of Duty, Borderlands 3, and The Division 2. So Apex almost wins by default just because that's like the biggest game. Ongoing game, Fortnite. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look, look, if you like Fortnite, that game gets a ton of support. Narrative, Disco Elysium. Okay. Uh, Performance, which we've already talked about. Esport player, Kyle Gierstorf. Cool. Content creator of the year. Yeah, this was the streamer of the year. Shroud. Yeah. Sports slash racing game. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. I uh, heard that was really good. Um, let me. I, I, the other games in this one: eFootball Pro Evolution, Dirt Rally 2.0, F1 2019, FIFA 20. I don't necessarily agree with sports and racing being in the same category. But that just shows you how few there are of each. Right. Well, um, this is, Okay, so just to stop you from a second, we'll pick up. This is actually something that I was talking about the other day. I think you might have been here for this, Bob. But sports games are interesting because I almost feel like they should stop being reviewed completely. Because if you're going to buy Madden, you're buying Madden. It doesn't matter. I would completely agree with you. What the review is. Right, you're it buying could be it zero. Way. People are still going to buy it. And the most obvious example of this is that WWE game that came out this year where before release, it was well documented that this game was fucked. I'm nodding vigorously. Fucked. Yes. And people still went out and bought that game. It's crazy it's insane <laughs> it's nuts mm-hmm. and when ign gives you like a two or whatever that game got that's like a negative 15 on everyone else's rating scale correct because <laughs> ign is like oh is that advertising dollars thank you very much yeah you get an eight <laughs> yeah i mean 
Come on. So, but that just shows you how few sports and racing games there are that they've kind of bungled. They've like jumbled them into one category. And there are other like sports games, really. I think sports games, maybe more than anything, have been really hurt by the rising cost of video game development because they're now all kind of propped up by their various ultimate team things. Um, and they're like every sports game feels like it's fallen off. Like I used to love NHL and that series is terrible now. No, I remember you were all about that. Yeah. And that series is so bad now. And, and, and none of them are really any good. The, um, the, the official score from IGN for 2K20 was uh, 4.3. Yeah, that's extremely generous. Yeah, that's, I, that's like really bad I will, for IGN. I will give IGN this here. Um, their subtitle uh, for the game was Bummer Slam. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's okay. All right. So the next, what's the next on the awards? Scores, uh, soundtrack, Death Stranding. Fighting game, Smash Bros. Again, that's like default. What other fighting games are there? Like Tekken and... Jump Force. Samurai <laughs> Showdown. Jump Force isn't a fucking fighting Mortal game. Mortal Kombat 11, Dead or Alive 6. Okay. Well. Games for Impact. What does that even fucking mean? I don't know. The winner was Gris. Sure. The other games were Concrete Genie, Life is Strange 2, Kind Words, and Sea of Solitude. So were these basically like what games made you sad? Maybe. Games for <laughs> impact. I don't know. That's what I'm going with. I don't know. Mobile games. That's also so subjective, though, that it's if that is the case, like... Right. Mobile game. Call of Duty Mobile. Well, that's actually shameful because that game is littered with microtransactions. That mm-hmm. game has got to be bad. Action Adventure uh, Sekiro. Okay, well, if it's going to win Game of the Year... Yeah. It should win action-adventure. Uh, audio design, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Art direction, Control. Uh, studio game direction. Um, this is a two-winner. Um, Sony Interactive Entertainment for Death Stranding and Kojima Produc- Productions for Death Stranding. Because they oh, they developed it together. I was going to say, I thought there was going to be like a tie, and I'm like, fuck that. What are you guys doing? It, it's just weird the way it is. It's listed in here. Best esports event, 2019 League of Legends World Championship. Cool. Best esports coach, Danny Sorensen. Cool. Debut indie game, Disco Elysium. Sweet. Family game, Luigi's Mansion 3. Overcooked 2 was robbed. It's robbed! Not even nominated. It's probably from last year. I was kidding. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Um, best eSport host Shorks Jeff, Jeff Keeley Shorks I feel I feel like the eSports stuff should be it's like own award show how do you uh, even, there is eSports awards how do you even pronounce S-J-O-K-Z S-J-O-K-Z let's just move on <laughs> what a geek um, eSports name Le- eSports eSports name eSports <laughs> game League of Legends cool Strategy game, Fire Emblem Three Houses. I have heard that's supposed to be good. Esports team, G2 Esports. Oh, my God. Okay, anything else that comes up esports, just fucking <laughs> just skip, skip We don't care. Action no game, Devil May Cry 5. Role-playing game, Disco Elysium. 
independent game, Disco Elysium, VR game, Beat Saber, community support. I know. Destiny this is, 2. Talk about winning something by default. <laughs> Although I did hear Warframe didn't even get nominated, which seems unbelievable because that game gets a ton of support. So someone didn't grease the right palms over at uh, Digital Extremes. This was... Yeah, sure. Uh, th- the, what else is even on the list for community support? Because, like, Destiny barely gets any support. Oh, uh, let's see. Wait, wait, wait. Um, oh, I skipped. Hold on. Please hold. Your call is important. This 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 thing doesn't make any sense. This is bad website design. Um, community support. Oh, there's esports again. Ah, oh, there we go. Bad Destiny Two, Fortnite, uh, Rainbow Six, Final Fantasy fourteen, and Apex Legends. I mean, wouldn't you really give it to Fortnite because they just keep dumping endless content into that game? Um. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense. I mean, Fortnite is about to get a split screen mode. Like that's how much they support that game. What games gets what game ever gets split screen after it comes out? Yeah. Now they're probably working everyone to death, but whatever. Yeah, but we don't care about workers. Yeah. It's important capitalism is important, Alex. We need to make more money. I completely agree. Let's move. Where on. where is the category for best studio? Just straight studio. There should be a category. I was say, is that not a category? There was but it, there's one tied to a game, a particular game. But there should be one that's like, we treat our employees okay. <laughs> Not great. And then next year, just they, okay. just next okay. year they come out and they do the award and they say, hey, that studio that won best, um, best studio for treating their employees well, they're out of business now. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. So, I, I don't know. The game awards are dumb. People seem to know that this is dumb. I, well, I think there is something interesting to talk about with this. Go, evidently, E3 is pretty pissed off um, because uh, a lot of you know a lot of studios have moved to using E3 as or the Game Awards as the opportunity to make announcements um, instead of E3. And in general, over the last several years, the especially the the manufacturers. They're moving away from E3, probably because they can do it cheaper and more effectively through their their streaming events, right? Uh, so E3 is going to just kind of wither away. I don't think so, though, because I think the reason that Sony wasn't at E3 last year was because they just didn't have anything to show. So rather than just show the same things again, they were like, we'll just skip a year. I absolutely guarantee you Sony's going to be at E3 this year because there's no way with the new consoles coming out at the end of the year and all the new games that are going to be coming out with them, there's no way Sony's skipping E3 and just letting Microsoft have all that coverage. I I think I agree with you, but I don't. I think the role of E3 in general is becoming much more diminished um, because and Nintendo proved it with the Nintendo Directs why go why do one big event every year and blow a ton of money on it when you can have 
a ton of events throughout the year for a fraction of the cost and you can continuously be in the be what people are talking but about but e3 is like the main time once a year where the mainstream press actually talks about you and they actually cover video games on the today show or whatever yeah. they're not it's not going to go away but it is not it's not as important. It's important it's not as important as it once was but i would think that more than likely you're going to get a ton of announcements at e3 and i would expect the prices of both consoles and i think the only way you don't get prices on the new consoles is if there's bad news like if if they don't announce an xbox price at e3 it's more it's than, more than 500 which is going to be unbelievable yep i'll be mad i don't know about anyone else but i'll be mad I think most people will be mad. Well, I think one of the... So what will be interesting is... You know, will will Microsoft attempt to differentiate the sex bot machine um, from the one, you know, with, with it from in UI at all? I think they should. Um, or is it just going to be, oh, no, this is the same UI just with... More power. If it's the same UI, it better be at least twice as fast. The UI is not great. That's for sure. I think it's fine the way it's all laid out. It's just a little slow for my taste. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, have no know, issue with the layout. I mean, if you if you take the same UI and you throw it in something that's got the specs they're reporting. The CPU's 5X is fast. Yeah, it's like, it should be fine, but... You know, it's it is gonna be a thing though where it's like that was you know, when you went from when when game consoles started having UIs, right? Instead of just you need to put the cartridge in and it boots up and you get the first screen of the game. Uh, you know, every console that came after that point, there you know, the a change to the UI was pretty critical. But in the same way that like you can launch, um, you can launch a game and then patch it. You know, Microsoft regularly makes updates to the UI and little tweaks and things. And every now and then, there's like a really big UI update. Um, and one of the interesting things with that is, well, if you do that, then the experience from console to console is basically the same um which is not a bad thing from a consumer standpoint um but it does i think it will lead to people being like well what's different about it, it makes it well, harder it's also to, it's also less pieces of software that they have to keep updated right but then it's like well you know now i'm just now this is just a, a pc well there have been pcs forever though yeah, I don't know. I, it just, I, to me, it just takes something away from the the shine of getting a new console. Uh, essentially, ever since the original Xbox came out, they've just been PCs. Yeah, with a lot less functionality. Yeah. <laughs> well, unless you hack more onto it, which you could if you want to. I wouldn't go on Xbox Live if I changed the OS, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, you could. I don't know. Look, I'm still looking forward to it just because of the monumental power increase over what I'm currently using. Mm -hmm. Well, and I mean, if you can get 
120 FPS at 1080p. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. I think we're... Were we talking about this? Like, they're, they they pretty much found the point where, like, the ideal FPS. And isn't it around, like, 160 or something? Well, I've definitely seen some videos where people can still react faster on monitors that go up to, like, 240 hertz or something. Mm-hmm. So it still makes a difference, even if you can't perceive it. Maybe. Yeah, it's you know it's that that always that big, um, the diminishing returns. Like, what is the ideal number? Is 120 good for the vast majority of people? And it really only makes it going higher. Really only makes a difference for esports players. Yeah, I'd say for. Was it even for, lower for than that? For most people and for most games, 60 is like way more than good enough. The the only games you really need above sixty on are shooters, right? I did watch a clip. I should show it to you. It's there was some Call of Duty tournament that was being streamed on Twitch. It was just between like the Twitch streamers. It wasn't like pros or anything. But this one guy, who, Shroud, who won that content creator of the year, he's a former Counter Strike pro, so his reflexes are nuts. And you see in this clip. He like someone comes up on his side and he flicks all the way to his right and hits a headshot with a pistol. And it was like two frames. I mean, like the reaction was unbelievable. And I was watching this clip where it was from the guy's perspective who got shot and he gets shot and he's just sitting there and he's in like fucking disbelief. He's just like, like what the fuck happened? Just like, okay. And then they show the replay of what happened to him. <laughs> and he just like yells out. He's like, are you fucking kidding? Like the replay is unbelievable. Like the reflexes some people have. And, I, you know, it's like maybe, you know, any of us could do the same thing, but I'm not playing on a 240 hertz monitor. Right. Well. Anyway. I don't think I have anything else. I'm sick of you people. Izzy's okay. Yeah, Izzy's all right. Yeah. She's no Bob the dog. Well. Bob the dog, I mean. God tier. Yeah, he's number one. In my heart. Have you seen our new after the movie uh, logo? No. It still features Bob the dog. (laughs) Because of course it would. We can't have it not. It's the unofficial mascot. (laughs) I could use it. We could do a subtle interference logo using this Santa. This guy's pretty entertaining. I enjoy the Santa. I've had that Santa for a long ass time. <sighs> well, no, nothing else. Thanks for being here in your own home. No problem. And hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>